playful Didn't I go on TV and we're grateful Instead of that, instead of that, instead of that Yo, ready for your next prayer? Say yeah! Yeah! Ready for us? Say oh yeah! Oh yeah! Alright, coming to get our discussion started Give it up for, let me make sure I got this right Joshua Izay Easy, easy, easy. There you go. Ezzy. 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 Give it up for Mr. Joshua Ezzy. Appreciate you, family. Oh, you good, bro. How's everybody doing? That's good. Today I want to talk about something that's very important for all of us to understand. And the text that I'll be in today will be 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8. And if I was to give a title to this discussion, it would be Subtle Invasions, The Power of Influence. Subtle Invasions, The Power of Influence. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. For your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Let me just quickly pray and I'll get into the points that I have. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity you've given me to pour into your young people an opportunity to help guide them, to help initiate the mental renewal needed for them to, to be effective in this world for you. I pray, Lord, that the words that I speak today will be life, will be clarity, that I'll be a vessel that you will breathe through, that everything that I'll speak will be exactly what you need for everyone, including myself, to know and to hear. And like I always say, Father, if I'm not saying what you need to be said, I'm wasting their time. So, Father, speak to me today. And you say, we do pray. Amen. Really quickly, the problem. Many young people don't know who they are, and their ignorance is leading them to be influenced by the wrong things. Many young people don't know who they are, and their ignorance is leading them to be influenced by the wrong things. These negative influences are shaping their identities. Many young people don't know who they are. Right now, you possess the full identity that the Father gave you at the moment you was formed in his womb. But because we enter into this fallen world flawed, forced into a, a, a parental opinions, forced into society's ideologies, we lost ourselves. I shouldn't have found out that I was an author at 19. I shouldn't have found out that I was a speaker at 19. I should have known when I was born. Each and every one of us have a purpose, but many of us are trying to find ourselves outside of ourselves versus finding who we are on the inside. And my question to you today is, who or what do you identify with? Identification. ID, the core of the word pride. ID, who do you and what do you identify with? Do you know the cost for us to have clear identification? The reason why we didn't identify God in the beginning is because we gave our dominion to the devil. And the Bible talked about that before the world was fashioned, Jesus, he already knew that the lamb would be slain so that you and I can now identify with him again. If you look at the word relationship, it's two different words, relate and ship. Never get on a ship with someone that you do not relate to. But God paid a high price so that we can have his spirit in us so that we now can relate again. My question to you again is who or what do you identify with? 
Let's break down a quick definition. A definition of uh, influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. The definition of influence is the capacity, the ability that one gives something to have an effect on their character, development, and their behavior. Who do you listen to? What do you listen to the most? Chances are that's shaping your identity now. What are you giving the capacity to? The thing is, I should be so full of the Holy Ghost that nothing outside of his spirit should have the capacity to influence me against him. Let's go quickly because I don't have much time. I want to make sure I honor the time that I have. The next point, be careful what influences you because the core of the word influence is flu. Watch what influences you because what influences you can make you sick mentally. What is causing you to be sick mentally? Young people, young adults, everyone that's listening. What's influencing you? Because chances are the devil's invasions into your life are not blatant, they're subtle. Next point, Satan doesn't want you dominant through disciplines. He wants you dormant through distractions. Satan doesn't want you to be dominant. What gave him dominance in the first place? He didn't arrest Eve. He didn't cause Eve. He just subtly suggested. And though Jesus took the keys from Satan, the same tactic that he used in the garden when he was armless or defenseless is what he does to us every day. Did God really say? And what oftentimes we do is through distractions, we give over our dominion. Satan doesn't want you dominant through disciplines. He wants you dormant through distractions. Now, real quickly, I have eight points of how does he, or he does this by sending these invaders. How does Satan cause us to be dormant? He, dorm, he causes us to be dormant through these invaders. Number one, I spoke the word invaders. I, ideologies. One of the invaders he's going to send every single one of us is ideologies, perspectives of the world. He wants us to think like the world. He wants us to be proud of this world. He doesn't want us to live with eternity in mind. He wants us to live life prideful of this life. He'll send ideologies or worldly systems of ideas, philosophies in. He does this by sending these false necessities or carnal needs. How many of us are wandering through life with deep, dark, desperate needs? If I could just only be married, if I could just only be single for some people that's married, if I could just only have this, these unnecessary carnal necessities. He says, man, don't you just need a little bit more? What caused my life to be at great ease now is realizing just how enough God is. But when God doesn't become enough for you, you'll begin to look for other things to fill that void in your heart. V. He does this by sending Vanity. Love not the world. Neither the things are in the world. If any man or woman loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. He wants you vain. That's why we got to get into a place to be so mentally strong that we know the differences between vain and valid imaginations. The Holy Spirit wants you so disciplined mentally that he only has one highway through your mind. That if anything comes in your ear, he doesn't want you to let it go left to your heart. He wants you to go in one ear, out the other. But how many of us are letting vain things rest? 
causing strongholds in our lives. He does this by sending a attitude activators. We live in one of the most offensive societies of time. Everybody has a trigger. Everybody's triggered by something. Do not allow Twitter to dictate how you should feel daily. And what most of us do, we're looking for something to have a passion for. We're looking to the world to give us something to stand for. When we should have been standing for the kingdom from the beginning. He does this by sending D, deceptive distractions. A distraction is anything that comes before something that's most important. <laughs> Fortnite, <laughs> TV, YouTube are not necessarily bad things. They become bad when they come before something most important. So what he does is if I can distract you from your destiny, I can get you so caught up in distraction that you lose your dominance. He does this by sending E, false emotional supports. That man is not for you. That woman is not yours. That, that dream wasn't what the dream that God wanted you to dream. And it's crazy how many of us are manifesting dreams that God never gave us. I don't want to stand before God and God said, Josh, the, Josh, the preacher stand up, but I was Josh, I was Josh, the accountant. I was Josh, someone else. I want to stand before God empty. I don't want to stand before God full of my purpose. I want to leave it all here. That's why we got to get to a place where we heal from these emotional wounds so that we can be the warriors that God needs on the battlefield. He does this by sending our vain reasonings. The Bible says just because it's lawful doesn't mean it's beneficial. Just because it's permissible doesn't mean it's wise. What are we permitting into our lives that's not wise? Last but not least, how does he does this? How does he cause it to be dominant? I mean, dormant through distractions? S, sexual suggestions. If he can pervert your purity, he can pervert your purpose. Now, my last few points and I'm done. How to block these invaders? How do we as people of God, young, old, block these invaders? Number one, B. It's got an acronym for block, B. Embrace that you are beloved by God and build your relationship with him on that foundation. How do you block these invaders? You got to know that you're the beloved. See, I'm adopted into his family. I know that I can walk into God's throne room boldly because I have been adopted by him. I can embrace the reason why I can block these vain imaginations, the reason why I can navigate life sober-minded, watchful, and, and, and knowing and not being ignorant of Satan's devices, know that I'm beloved by him. But every day I have to invest in developing that relationship. Every day, anyone who's married knows marriage is work. <laughs> The moment I stop working is the moment I work myself out of it. So in order for my life to continue to navigate with purpose, I have to embrace that God loves me. Not just tenderly, but sometimes he loves me tough because he chastens those whom he loves. How do you block these invaders? L, let go of all resentment and hurt. You got to let it go. Because whatever you hold on to will be the very thing that he, the enemy uses to distract you. Listen, man, I know how it is to have my father there growing up. I know what it's like to navigate life. But God said, I knew, I know where I planted you. I knew pops weren't going to be there. I know your mom was going to be like that. I knew, but I utilized those situations so that when you get a grasp of who I am, I can turn that situation around for your good. The only time he used a perfect person to reach imperfection was through his son, Jesus. He don't need no more perfect people. So stop hiding the scars. Stop hiding them. 
most people in the church, man, the reason why young people don't really fall in love with God because we love wearing long pants and turtlenecks. We don't want nobody to see that we was once bruised. But what turned doubting Thomas to a disciplined Thomas was not Jesus manifesting with the holes in his hands. He said, don't you see my wounds? Do you see that I was wounded for your transgression? That I was bruised for your iniquity? The iniquity? And when we understand that we can walk into a world saying, you see that scar? That was back in 2010 when God did this. You see this other one? This was back in 2000. Stop trying to get all these tattoos. Let the Lord, let the world see your wounds. Let's keep going. I'm about to go over my time. How to block these invaders? Oh, be observant. Young people, everyone listening, be observant. Discernment is key for success. Listen, this world is more than what is seen. The world that we are, the, the, the kingdom that we are fighting is unseen. We have to be observant. We cannot be ignorant of his, of his devices. See, how do we block these invaders? Shrink your circle and clear your mind of clutter. The more friends you add in your life, the quicker you will have a Judas. So you got to understand, you got to understand Jesus had different levels. The Bible talks about that he didn't entrust himself to everyone because he knew the hearts of everyone. He also talked about how you had the three, he had the twelve, he had the crowd, no he had the uh, seventy and he had the crowd. Don't get intoxicated by the crowd, the seventy or the twelve because only three saw him transfigured. So all of us are trying to transfigure ourselves in front of everybody and those people can't handle who you really are. That's why you just can't take everybody to the mountaintop to show them who you really are because they can't handle you. So you have to shrink your circle because the more is not the merrier. How to block these invaders? Last but not least, them out your way. K, know why you believe what you believe and know your purpose deeply. I'm not going to allow the enemy to invade my life because I know in whom I believe. I know why I follow him. And I know my purpose deeply. The text says, be sober minded. Don't be intoxicated mentally. Be watchful. Gideon had a bunch of men, but God said, bring them by the water. Why did God say to Gideon, bring them by the water? Because the men that dipped their heads in the water was not watching, nor were they ready. But the men that went to the water and brought the water up to them and kept watching were the ones that was fit for battle. And you know why, you know why sometimes God loves bringing you to, to waters? The reason why God lets you see who's really with you? Because he understands that not everybody is going to be able to watch your blind spots. So therefore, don't go to war with people who cannot watch. It says, be sober-minded, be watchful. For your adversary, the devil, prowls around like... Not the lion of Judah, but like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Are you walking in your dominance today or are you being devoured? That's my time. Y'all gotta give it up for again for my man.